Hi, this is Day for Night with Gretty That Switch, a series that looks at the intersection between theater and poetry in the Edgelands, in the wilderness. In today's episode, uh, I'm going to read something actually brand new. Completely hidden. Uh, so, if you hear this, you'll be the first audience for this material. It's a section of a new play of mine, fully, that is called Clara Thomas Bailey. And this is a hard one to give context for, but uh, what I will say is, well, I think it will become self-evident, to be honest, as I go through it. Uh, Suffice to say that the the piece, the section that I'm going to read from, this person is in the middle of a city, and they're walking through it. You look up. There are gulls cawing out of nowhere, begging to be heard, alongside the sirens and fireworks and actual blazing fires. The gulls are enormous, like out of a movie, made to scare people out of their wits. And they are hungry. For a moment, you think they are cawing at you, aiming at your flesh, wanting to devour you. But then you realize the coin is just coin. The gulls are being gulls. They are hungry. They haven't had proper food for weeks. They've been traveling the earth just like you have been traveling through your dreams and through places and spaces been and seen. And the gulls need sustenance, just like you. Because people, the building people, and corporation people, and religion people, and houses people, don't see the gulls, just like they don't see you. When those building people hear the cawing, They don't recognize the sound as anything other than noise that need be gotten rid of. Kill that noise. They wear noise-canceling headphones to block everything out, every single thing that calls and breaks and shows its vulnerability. Kill that noise. The building people that sign your life away and render you unseen make you out to be a thing. You have become the object in their eyes. The building people are the people, and the person is a thing. And although you have known this would happen, because when you were prone to prophecies and predictions, you had seen it coming. You weren't sure it was true. 
you reckoned that people would fight against being things and stop buildings from becoming people. But over time, faster than you could have dreamt, you were regarded as an object, just like a chair or an apple or a weathered coat. And the gulls that you heard sensed this too. They saw you as you and not as a thing at all because the gulls had a different kind of memory. The gulls had ancient memory with all the problems of the ancients, but at least they knew they were gulls and didn't pretend they were something else. They knew that before them, there were bigger gulls or smaller ones, but that they belonged to a family of gulls. But now when everything's broken, the gulls roam and look at you. And you know that their cawing is a sign, and you start to shout in the street, Help! As if it is an emergency. But nobody can hear you, because you were not seen. Help! And nobody can hear you, because every minute is an emergency. And the cow grows louder. You bury your head in your gloved hands. You seem as if you're praying to gods that must have been merciful once. You even say the words, sweet, baby, Jesus. Although you could mean sweet baby, Yamaya, or sweet baby, Oshun, or sweet baby, Buddha, or sweet baby, Allah. But you say sweet baby, Jesus, sweet baby, Jesus. Because you're quoting a song you heard once on an old-fashioned radio. And in this moment, as the gulls circle above you as if they were airplanes, that song enters your brain. And those are the words that fall from your tongue. Sweet baby. The sound grows louder and louder. And then just as the gulls are about to touch your head, a different sound is heard. A sound from childhood, from when there were better days, because not all childhood days are better than. And that song makes you unbury yourself from your gloved hands and lets you see the sky for what it is. And you can't even, the weight of history. But you try anyway, because... And it's possible that as you try to let the sky open and show you its radiance, just in that moment, you let fall a tear. Like in that crying book you saw once, made by Sam Taylor Wood, now named Sam Taylor Johnson. Even though you are not famous, or an actor, or a celebrity, or maybe even a man, you are none of these things but you know that crying is what people do and you want your crying book to be as full as that piece of art you saw in the bookstore once and later too on a screen without touch and the girls are genuinely curious because they've never seen me and then someone reaches out from behind a glass window something like are you okay and you see them, one person to another, 
one human animal to another, because you want to reclaim the phrase human animal, because you think we need to remember we are animals. And it's possibly the best moment you have had in a long time. Are you okay? And there's a shiver through the bodies of the gulls as they fly up into the sky with pieces of smelly pretzels in their beaks. Ah, yeah, even though really you still want to scream. The day gets longer, and soon time passes like water, and you are late for everything. That's from the play, Completely Hidden, Unknown, New. It's called Clara Thomas Bailey. As always, this is about you and I in this theater. You there in the dark. And I here wondering who you are. If you wish to click on the listener support button on whatever platform you're listening to this on, please do. And you can be supporting work that gets made and thought upon and reflected upon. Thanks for listening to Day for Night. <laughs>